the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today we celebrate the feast of St. Camillus de Lillis, who was born in 1550 of a noble family. He tried twice to enter the Capuchin order, but each time had to leave on account of a sore on his leg. He then spent his life in ministering to the sick in the hospitals of St. Giacomo degli Incorabili and of the Santo Spiritu. He instituted a congregation of regular clerics devoted to the care of the sick. St. Philip Neri, who at one time was his confessor, saw in a vision that the angels themselves inspired the religious instituted by him with the words best suited to comfort the dying. Leo XIII appointed him the celestial patron of those who are at the point of death, and his name is in the litany of the dying, and he died at Rome on July 14, 1614. One thing that we can take from the life of St. Camillus is that his openness towards what God was calling him to. He earnestly sought to become a Franciscan, a Capuchin friar, and he even applied twice and entered the uh, Capuchin monasteries twice, but had to be refused after a while because he developed a sore on his leg. But he wasn't, of course, he accepted the, the divine will that he wasn't to be called to be a Capuchin, living a life of solitude and of prayer and penance, but instead that God was calling him to start a new congregation, one that would have as its main sure charism, the taking care of the sick, particularly the dying. And so he did that, starting a religious order of regular clerics, meaning those clerics who take the three vows of poverty, chastity, obedience, and live under a rule, so that they would be the ones to administer to those who are ill and those who are soon to die. And so we can take from his life that openness to God's vocation, vocation that he, even though it went, wasn't according to what he wanted, he wanted to follow Christ, and so he gave up even a good aspiration so as to do even better aspiration that Christ was leading him to. And of course, the great charity that he had in administering to the sick, both of the readings from the Mass come from St. John. So in the Gospel of St. John, we hear about our Lord saying that to love your neighbor as yourself, and that if you love Christ, well, you will keep his commandments. You will love your neighbor as yourself, you'll love God above all things. And in the letter of St. John, which was the Epistle lesson, reminding us that if we, our charity towards our neighbor has to be more than just warm, fuzzy thoughts, but that it actually has to produce itself in words and well, deeds, deeds and truth. In fact, at the end he says, don't love or look after words and, and sentiments, but look at deeds. And we see that St. Camillus, of course, in his vocation to minister to sick, had many times to do abnegation to himself so as to live that commandment of our Lord to love our neighbor as ourselves even making the sacrifice of his own comfort, even, of course, exposing himself to disease and possible illness and death himself. And so, seeing this great saint and how he aspired and gave himself generously to the will of God, and that he persevered in that, but we should implore him that we do likewise. That once we see the will of God concerning our vocation in life, for some who are young, they're still discerning this vocation, what God is calling them to, whether he's calling them to the religious life, the priesthood, 
the married life, uh, the consecrated single life, or whatever it might be, and then also what career path they might be taking. But once we have discerned that vocation, of course, we should go wholeheartedly into it. And of course, strive, imploring God grace each day to live up to the duties of that vocation. And of course, doing that and keeping the commandments of Christ will have a crown of glory in heaven. And so let us think about St. Camilla, especially when we hear someone who is dying, let us invoke this saint who the Church places in the litany of the dying, you know, to come to the aid of those who are soon to enter into eternity, that they be well prepared for that, that they have contrition in their hearts, that they are full of faith, hope, and charity, so that dying a good and holy death, they might reach eternal life in heaven, which we also pray will be for us also, that we might have a holy death and reach heaven. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.